1: 630 Ched and the Edmonton Oilers
0: Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office equipment solutions North America wide.
1: Yeah, Digitex does that. D I
0: G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio. 630 Ched. This is the second hour of what could be four to five hours of straight coverage today. Reagent Frenzy, Bob Stoffer with you. Cam Moon has joined me in studio. A cast of thousands, including the likes of Frank Cervelli coming up a little bit later on in the show, uh, along with Alan May. We've heard from John Shannon, Reed Wilkins, and Jack Michaels are going to hop on in this hour. Gord Wilson out of Ottawa, give us a bit of a scouting report on Cody Ceci. Uh, oil is now brought to you by Digitex. We wish you and yours all the best during these challenging and uncertain times. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. A lot of you have a lot of opinions on what's being reported
2: here is a quick recap with cam moon from the oilers ethan bear traded to carolina for forward warren fogel cc reportedly signing with the oilers four times 3.25 zach hyman reportedly signing with the oilers seven times five and a half and defenseman tyson berry re-signing with the oilers reportedly three times four and a half Elsewhere, Alex Martinez in Vegas, three times five and a quarter. Jonathan Bernier with New Jersey, two times 4.125. Patrick Laine in Columbus, one times seven and a half. Brandon Sutter in Vancouver, one times 1.125. Jordan Martinook in Carolina, three times 1.8. Alex Goligoski in Minnesota, one year times five. Patrick Nemeth with the Rangers, three times 2.5. Ryan Suter going to Dallas, 4 times 3.65. Jared Tenorti with the Rangers, 2 times 900K. Peter Morazek in Toronto, 3 times 3.8. Jaroslav Halak in Vancouver, 1 year, one 1.5. James Reimer in San Jose, 2 years at 2.25. Blake Coleman going to the Calgary Flames, 6 by 4.9. Uh, Lauren Bresois, former Edmonton Oil King in Vegas, 2 times 2.325. Andrew Cogliano, former Oiler, San Jose, one times one. Braden Holpe is going to Dallas, uh, one times two. Zach Bogosian in Tampa Bay, three times 850,000. David Savard, Montreal, four times three and a half. Boone Jenner in Columbus, four times 3.75. Derek Forbort in Boston, three times three. Martin Jones in Philadelphia, one times two. Michael Granlin in Nashville at four times five. All right, at
0: this time, uh, thank you very much, Mr. Moon. Uh, we bring aboard from uh, the Oilers Radio Network and our host of Inside Sports, Reed Wilkins. Hello, Reed. How you doing? Doing great, Bob. How are you? Uh, not bad. Not bad at all. Just uh, I, I, I do want to put out at this time, I know it's been reported by some that Ryan Getzlaff has signed a one-year extension in Anaheim. Um, there seems to be some debate over that at this time. So let's just wait and see here until everybody makes it official. So we're going to continue to monitor that on Ryan Getzlaff. Reid, your take, uh, let's face it, we're waiting for the contracts to be signed before the Oilers officially release Hyman, but more specifically the two defensemen, Barry and CC, The combination of moves, Barry and CC being signed, and then the trade of Ethan Bear to Carolina for Warren Fogle.
1: Yeah, well, I'll start with the trade, Bob. Th- that's a really interesting one, and I think that's one that's going to be watched a lot in the years to come, how those two players progress and how they contribute to their teams. I I first kind of started to hear a lot about Warren Fogle, I want to say about two and a half years ago, when we were in the midst of a, a debate about penalties drawn, does Connor McDavid and other star players, do they have enough penalties called against them? And there was that stat that Warren Fogle uh, was leading the NHL in penalties drawn. I want to say that was probably about halfway through the 18, 19 season. And at that time I didn't know a whole lot about Warren Fogle. And he was in his first full year with the Carolina hurricanes. So that that's kind of when he first, came on my radar. When I've seen Warren Fogle play, which is not a ton, he struck me as, a fairly effective player. I think he skates well. I think he can get to the net. His offensive stats, if he is on the Oilers' third line, are certainly an improvement compared to players who have been on that role for the Oilers. And, I mean, really, they're even an improvement on a player like Dominic Cahoon, who was on the Oilers' second line for most of the season when he did play. So I think he's an interesting player. I think he's effective. I think he helps the Oilers' third line. And as you know, Bob, we talk about a lot about the Orders third line center. And at times I've even taken that a step further and said the Orders might actually need an entire third line or at least a couple of guys to improve their forward depth. So getting Fogel, I, I think, is a positive for what the Orders need. But I, I certainly understand, and I, you know, seeing a lot of fan reaction, I understand that that it's difficult to lose Ethan Bear. You know, the the Oilers over the years, when they've when they had the the run of not making the playoffs for ten years, I mean, they didn't draft very well, other than having some really high draft picks, and they didn't have a lot of homegrown talent in later rounds who could contribute. Well, Ethan Bear was a fifth round pick who appeared to be becoming a pretty solid NHL player. Now his last two years, if you look at those, I mean, in 1920, he was quite good. He had 21 points in 71 games. He showed a lot of improvement from his previous stint in the NHL. He was doing a good job moving laterally along the blue line. He was doing a good job getting his shot away. And he really appeared to be on the upswing this past year was much more challenging. I think he didn't play as well. And obviously he had the concussion when he got hit by the, the puck on the bench in that game against the Toronto Maple Leafs. So he missed, I think he missed 12 or 13 games along the way. His offensive stats were, were more modest and he didn't seem as dynamic as he did the previous year. So for me, I, I look at it and say, okay, who is the real Ethan Bear? Was it the, the player that we saw kind of blossoming in 1920? Was it more the player that we saw this past year? And, and how much of this past year was was affected by, uh, by the injury? and and and, look, I the how a player behaves uh, off the ice or what he does in the community doesn't necessarily uh, affect how he is on the ice. but but I understand the connection he had with the fan base and his popularity with the fan base because of his indigenous roots and because of the fact that he handled some very tough situations where he had awful comments directed at him and his his uh, his family. He handled that very well. He handled that maturely. He handled it uh, with strength. And and I think that's, that's good for him. And, and, uh, you know, I think it's important that that is acknowledged as well. So I think Fogle helps. Uh, I, I think we'll see what bear turns into and, and, you know we'll see who he is in two or three years and then look maybe that's a player that down the road you're wishing the Oilers could have had I just think in the short term where does he fit in with Bouchard likely to be on the team and uh well with Bouchard gonna will be on the team and with uh with Tyson Berry coming back as well who's clearly going to be the guy running the power play um with, with CC being added you know Bob I I don't know uh is he as good as Adam Larson? Uh, I mean, again, we, we, we rely on the things we hear as well. You know, I, I, still, I still question how the defense is going to perform as a whole. You know, Bouchard is, I think, going to be a good power play player. Um, I wish he could have played more last year. He's probably going to have to still have some lessons here, especially in the first half of the upcoming season. And, and CC, to be honest with you, Bob, and I, and I know you're going to have uh, Gord Wilson on from Ottawa later who always gives really good insight. I, I'm just not sure if if he's going to be as good as Adam Larson. So I, I think from what we've seen, and there's still a lot to play out here, I, I, I like the, the forward additions with Hyman still to be officially announced, but I think we know what's going to happen. I think Fogle can really fit in there. Hopefully they can still round out the third line. I'm just not sure if the the defense is going to look a little bit different i'm not sure if it's going to be better as a whole and then as you and cam have touched on the goaltending is still uh is still a story i mean if they could if easier said than done to move out koskinen and bring and bring somebody else in um but, uh, you know, hopefully Smith can perform at the, the level he did last year. I think that's kind of what you asked me about. Hopefully, Well, I, can I didn't want to, to interrupt you on. there.
0: Just a couple thoughts. I mean, CeCe's <laughs> a completely different type of defenseman than Adam Larson. He's not a shutdown defenseman. He's a transition defenseman, um, and that'll likely be paired with Duncan Keith. I'll be intrigued to see if Edmonton adds a third line, or a third pairing left shot D here that's maybe bigger than Chris Russell and a little bit more experienced than William Loggison. Reed, third line center. Your thoughts it's there
1: you know what <laughs> well besides the fact they really need one but no I, I mean I'm glad you, you gave the update on gets laugh because that's that's important until it's I mean a lot of the it I, look it's still a high probability a the, that he signs an headline, but, but we're getting
0: conflicting right. reports that it's actually done yet
1: right I, I mean, And that's why when we do shows like this, you always got to be careful. Things can change on the fly. Um, you know, I think Derek Ryan, you mentioned him, he's, he's a really smart player. Um, is he more of a third line center or a fourth line center at this point in his career? Uh, and same with Ryan McLeod. Would you be better bringing him along perhaps more in a fourth-line role before trusting him with, with a third-line position. So I, I I don't know. I mean, it, it would be nice if the Oilers in that spot could get someone whose offensive numbers are, are kind of more in line um, with Fogle. I, I think that – I mean, here's the thing. Can, if, if you can't get the absolute best player available, and as as you said – the Oilers aren't in on every player. The, the, every team is not in on every player. It's just not possible. And free agents don't want to go to every team. Can you can you get the best third-line center available? Okay, maybe not. Can you get an upgrade on Kyle Turris? Well, I think that's likely because, unfortunately, Turris um, wasn't very effective at all last season. And, and not only did he not score, I mean, there were never really high expectations there for his play on the defensive side of the puck. So, you know, if you if could still gets Getzlaff, I don't know if that's possible. That would be interesting. He'd certainly have some nastiness and gamesmanship that the Oilers have lacked um, throughout the lineup, quite frankly, in, in a lot of years recently. And you know, look, Derek Ryan's a great story with the local connection to the U of A. If he actually played for the Oilers, um, I, I again, I think he's a very intelligent player. I think his faceoff stats have been pretty good in recent years. I, I would just say, is he is he a third liner or a fourth liner at this point?
0: He's an insulator. He insulates Ryan McLeod. Reed, great stuff. Uh, we might circle back to you later on. Okay? Yeah, I'm around, Bob. Thanks for having me. That's uh, Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports, uh, just talking about. Uh, Derek Ryan uh, only played 11.53 last year, made 3.125 million, 55.4% the last three seasons in the faceoff circle. Very strong analytics uh, with the Calgary Flames. We'll take a three minute timeout. Ongoing free agent frenzy coverage. Keep the texts coming on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 7804960063. You're listening to Oilers now. It's 11.17 in Edmonton. All right, 11.20 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, extensive uh, trade in Free agent frenzy taking place today. Normally, this day is July 1st. Today it's July 28th. Just more on Ryan Getzlaf here. The Iceman cometh. That is Eric Stevens of at the Athletic in Anaheim reporting. Not necessarily done between Getzlaf and the Ducks team has definitely not confirmed. Chris Johnson adds this mirrors what other teams believe too. At least one team, not based in Anaheim, thinks it remains in the mix for Ryan Getzlaf.
2: The Edmonton Oilers have done this.
0: Here's Cam Moon.
2: Made a trade today. Defenseman Ethan Bear going to Carolina for forward Warren Fogle. Reports that they've signed Cody Ceci, a defenseman, four years at three point two five million dollars, and a signing of Zach Hyman, forward seven times five and a half, and defenseman Tyson Berry staying with the Oilers three times four and a half. Elsewhere around the NHL, well, it's Sven Berchi. This one just came in. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights one times seven hundred and fifty thousand. Travis Hamonic. With Vancouver, two times three million. Tucker Pullman in Vancouver, four times two and a half. Antti Ranta in Carolina, two times two. Alexander Wenberg in Seattle, three times four and a half. Sam Gagne in Detroit, one times eight fifty. Andreas Athanasiu with the LA Kings, one times two point seven. Nate Thompson with Philadelphia a uh, one by 800,000. So it's, uh, it's, it's flying
0: right now. All right, Cam, let's get to some text on the Ashley fine floors. Text line at 1122 at Edmonton, Bob, the goalie situation out there is getting thin. I think regardless of what John Shannon says, I don't see any other way than to send a first round pick and Koskinen to get Darcy camper. You get rid of the deadweight contract, which makes the order so much better. The team has lost all confidence in Miko. I don't know if the team's lost all confidence, but I do think the acquisition cost, if you flip the
2: Guardians, would be a first round draft choice. What's your thoughts, Cam? I'm just seeing uh, Kevin Weeks is firing out that Ryan Getzlaff has signed a one year deal in Anaheim. Yeah. Well, okay. We reported that Fire before. It. We reported oh, okay. that before. Yep. Excellent. The question? Go ahead. The
0: question just, oh, on, and, just and that's why we were count, like, uh, Weeks put it out. And now we're hearing from Eric Stevens okay, out about so it's, uh, right. There's, I, I think it's eventually going to get done in Anaheim okay. with Ryan Getzlife Just so everybody's aware. Uh, back to the goaltender. Do you, do you think the the, the suggested that the Oilers have lost confidence in Miko kosson
2: Well, hey, that's could very well be the case I mean certainly if they're they're looking to upgrade if you have if you have an opportunity to upgrade at that position yes I, I don't know why you wouldn't because uh, you want to try and make your team as good as you possibly can the windows right now the window is right now and uh, I would think that uh, the Oilers would love to upgrade at all positions, certainly in goal if possible. you got Mike Smith coming back, coming off a great year last year. Absolutely amazing season for Smith. you got him back for two seasons. But you're going to need two solid net minders. There's no question in my mind that uh, it's not going to be a one-guy show. So you got to have two, two that are going. And if they can upgrade at that position, I would think they will.
0: at Edmonton. Let's get to another text here. I'm a Leafs fan in the Ashley Fine Flores text line, living in the heart of Oilers Nation. But I listen to you daily, and I love your show. Here's the outsider's view. I think Ethan Bear trade is a huge mistake, says his texter. I think he provided many strong aspects to your team that will be noticeably missed. If you're going to trade him, I just wish you would have traded him to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Ethan Bear is a popular guy. There's no question about that. He had a huge – his jersey – was the best-selling jersey of a guy not named McDavid or Settle in Edmonton, so he had he had a lot of uh, and again part of the reason why he gets moved, just the composition of the Oilers defense and uh, though you know. CC isn't known for being a physical defender. He's a bigger defender at six foot two, a more experienced guys almost played 600 career NHL games.
2: Yeah. If you're bringing in right shot defenseman, Barry staying back or staying with the Oilers, uh, Cody CC reportedly coming here. At some point you got to move somebody out. And as popular as Ethan bear is with the Oilers fans, which I totally understand. He's a great young man, but you, what are you going to do? There's there's only so much room, so at some point you're going to have to move somebody out, and if you can get value for that, which I think the Oilers did in Warren Fogle coming back, and it addresses a, a need on that third line, then to me that makes sense. I I know it's it's not going to be popular and it and it, but it's tough. These are these are the types of decisions that have to be made if if you're filling up with right shot D. So I I told I get it. But I And I do understand people's, uh, you know, I guess, sadness because uh, of Ethan Bear leaving because he's a popular player.
0: This text comes in. Warren Fogel sounds a bit like Ogie Oglethorpe. I like the trade for that reason alone. His nickname should be Foglethorpe.
2: Oh, I love that text. I, I hadn't even thought of that. That changes everything. That's awesome. It
0: should be Foglethorpe. Uh, again, we'll continue to monitor things throughout the course of the morning. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers have not confirmed. <laughs> the players are now on Tia, and here's, here's how it works. We're at the mercy of the hockey club. So they have not confirmed Tyson Berry or Cody Ceci signing with Edmonton, but... TSN, who uh, nationally, uh, TV-wise, uh, they've gone ahead and lined up Tyson Berry and <laughs> Cody Cc for themselves, so good for them. Uh, we'll talk to Tyson a little bit later on, Cody Cc and Zach Hyman. Eleven twenty-seven. off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn. And when we come back, I won't have to talk much in the next segment because Jack Michaels is going to join us for Mark Spector's golf tournament. This is the orders now.